Chapter 16. Narrate it yourself. Quote, Gone are the days when a publisher could take out an ad, count on a few reviews, and have an author do a couple of signings. Nowadays, readers want to feel a connection with the author. Unquote. John Searles. As I'm sure I have gone on and on about elsewhere in this book, my first audiobook production was a disaster. I did pretty much everything wrong you could do wrong. I had multiple narrators, and two of them were under the age of 12. I think a dog barked in one chapter, and my technical abilities at the time were so limited that I think I just left it in and hoped it would be seen as quaint by future listeners. Of course, my book was rejected by ACX, and rightly so, as it was full of technical errors. Years later, my audiobook technical experience grew and grew, and I was able to fix most of the errors, left in the dog, crossed my fingers, and uploaded it to Findaway Voices. I'm the first to admit I can get sappy and nostalgic about the past, but that first audiobook, narrated when my boys were eight and ten years old, has become a time capsule. It is a marker at that point in time of where they were, of where I was, and I will have it in perpetuity. Even if you don't have little kids as co-narrators, there's something about making a line in the sand along the timeline of our lives and creating something at the moment that will not only exist during our lifetime, but afterwards. I realize I'm not talking at all about the technical aspects of recording an audiobook on your own here, but I think the decision to do it on your own or not is beyond just technical. Clearly, having written a book called Audio for Authors, audio is close to my heart. In fact, much of the decision to narrate my own books came from the decision-making process of the heart and not the more rational processes of the mind. I hope you take this into consideration as you decide whether or not to narrate your own book, but also in the decision to create your audiobook at all. Again, it's the nostalgic sap in me, but I just like the idea of my great-grandchildren listening to one of my children's books on a car trip sometime in the future, when great-grandpa Bradley is only photos, memories, and that voice we hear on car trips. Reference. Should authors narrate their audiobooks? Quote. Having the original author read their own text does not mean that they will be able to portray all the characters correctly. Unquote. Adam J. Spera for Bookster. Letters of Recommendation Audiobooks read by the author Quote, In the audiobook version of Lila Lalami's The Moor's Account, when Spanish explorers set foot in the New World and are speaking Spanish to one another, they do so with Spanish-accented English so thick it sounds like something out of a Cheech and Chong movie. Unquote. Wyatt Mason for the New York Times.